Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Podcast for what would have been round nine, 2020. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain. And joining me is a man who is devastated about this year's Brownland medal. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Ah, oh, uh, g'day. G'day, Michael. It's it's just... You look glum. You, you look glum, mate. You just forget the effect that coronavirus is having mm-hmm. globally, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But just when it comes home like this, to just hear that... There'll be no red carpet, mate. You know, you just... I don't know. What do you do? Do You you know, I I feel like Robbo. I just... It's just... (laughs) You know, that that means you're around a low ebb. You've got a pack of Marlboros and a scotch next to you. Yeah, yeah, and I just um, called someone a cunt in the TAB. You know, it's just that's... That's where I'm at, Difficult times, difficult times, yeah. They are, they are. I don't know how to react. I just... When you hear that... That Nadia Bartel may never grace the red carpet this year even though she's still not going uh she's not with a footballer she's not even a wag she's just a uh guh you're absolutely despair so the story today from the herald sun oh, saying God. that uh, one of the ramifications of this year is uh, i think it's safe to say that 2020 is a chaos ball <laughs> 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 is that it may affect the Brownlow medal whenever oh. it may be held. I know, Adam, oh, mate, buck, buck up, buddy. Uh, well, so they, the thing is, like, that is all I watch for. I couldn't even tell you who won the last 10 Brownlows. I, at, once they go in, once they go, please welcome Bruce McAvaney, switch bang, off. I'm out. What's the point? Oh, yeah. I don't even know what's happened. Yeah, you're already doing how, your online shopping. How do they shopping? do it? <laughs> exactly. How do they do it these days? I mean, I don't, couldn't, I don't even know what goes on. So they say if they have the event, which they may have an event, they, they might do it online because the, a lot of the AFLW... BNFs and the like were done online. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, and their MVP. Um, so they're saying that the uh, Brownlow is unlikely to happen in, in its normal capacity of thirteen hundred people at the Palladium at Crown. Yeah. Um, and it's man, it's just a shame too because I just love Crown to get a bit of a pump up too because they're on Struggle Street. They need it. But they say that the red carpet might be uh, scrapped, um, or as it's referred to here. Uh, I've never heard this referred to before the Brownlow, but they they refer to it as the Gownlow. Yeah, I've never seen that either. <laughs> no one's ever called Gownlow. Do you remember years ago when Channel 7 tried to get people to call it Charlie? Who'll be taking Charlie home tonight? Do you remember that yeah. song? Yeah, yeah, they tried to call it Charlie. And it's like, uh, don't, I don't think that Charlie is the one we're going to be talking about at the Brownlow, mate. I think people, no. will be, people won't be taking Charlie home that night. They'll be taking no. it at the night. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I mean, how do they... They should actually still have the Brownlow at Crown and just have... One person per table. So it's really spaced out. You've still got the waiters walking around and you just see this one player just sitting on a table going, well, this is fucking terrible. Yeah, sure. Like really make it a shit event. Yeah, like a really buy low um, uh, fundraiser or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, there's, what, 18 players there, maybe two from each team. Yeah. You don't get to bring the misses. It's like there, you're bored out of your fucking brain. It's like a fundraiser for someone who's got a really serious illness, but they've got no friends. So people are like, okay, I've got to go. (laughs) Exactly. Can I tell you a story, actually? This This is actually fucking bad. Okay. Story without notice. Yeah, story without notice. So this is probably okay. about eight, nine years ago. Yeah. So I didn't know this person. There was a friend of mine. He organised about three or four comedians to go and do uh, stand up at a fundraiser for a lady um, with leukemia. Okay. That's okay. a good story. I know. I know. God. Oh God. It's fucking heartbreaking. Uh, for leukemia, and they were going to have a band. They're going to have like a silent auction, and they were going to yeah, raffle things off and things like that. <laughs> and we show up to a place in Penrith. There's a function room. Not a massive function room, but fits, you know. You know, probably had tables out, like, you know, probably about 15 tables of, you know, seven, eight, ten. Yep. Out. And we kind of g- g- get there, we're hanging out, kind of waiting for the thing, kind of this band kind of starts kind of playing a little bit. And then we're kind of waiting a bit longer, kind of 30 minutes turns into 45 minutes, turns into an hour. And then somebody comes over and says, oh, sorry, guys, we've kind of pulled the pin on the show because nobody's shown up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> somebody held a fundraiser for their fucking cancer benefit and not even family members would show up that is it, it's fucking heartbreaking it was fucking horrible and i mean did you feel bad taking your payment well that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> oh it was so bleak it was so bleak anyway i don't know if that's a good story or a bad story I'm going to say it's not great. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to say it's not great. Oh, God. It was horrific. Horrific. Speaking of uh, things that weren't horrific, what about last night and Wiz Chella? Wasn't that one of the greatest events that the Junk Time boys... I'm patting ourselves on the back, man. I'm getting around us. I'm pumping us right up. It was one of our greatest events. Yeah, thanks for like, sure, all the people who came along to enjoy it. I think people had a good time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I could see laughter on the, on the Zoom screen and stuff. And uh, we had... Literally no idea how that was going to go. You kept saying, I can't imagine that Wiz has like a, a stand-up set where he just goes through his stories. And I was very confident, having done quite a few sporties, that you go, no, no, players have always got their, their 15, 20-minute bit and then we'll do Q&A at the end. And then when Wiz came in and he goes, so what do you want to talk about? And I was like, oh, right, we've got to do all the fucking heavy lifting, do we? <laughs> No, it was good fun. And we took them through. I mean, uh, thank you for all the people who sent in questions as well. And we got through a, yeah. large, a large chunk of them. Uh, and thank you for people from all around the world. I mean, heck, from all the way from Scandinavia to London, mm. WA, um, Melbourne, Berlin. Yeah. You know, it was everywhere. <laughs> um, but it was cool. And I uh, I mean, it's interesting, the Wiz. Like, he, um, I, I, he struck me as an actually really nice guy. Did you get that impression? Yes, yeah. He, he came across really likeable and um, could easily was happy to take the piss out of himself, put a lot of mayo on every fucking story, but knew he did it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, was just, it was just fun. And I, and I actually credit him to being a bit of an open book too. Like he's almost like, you know, ask me about anything, you know, and he'll, yeah. he'll go with it. Yeah. Even if there are moments that were darker times. I mean, I think if we kind of, you know, if we wanted to delve into, you know, say marriage breakups or even kind of, dark, you know, darker moments of his life, he would have actually um, it, it, it was about quite it. the open book, wasn't he? Mm, yeah. And I detected a, a sense of vun- vulnerability of him too, where he was oh, like... did you? I did. It was trying hard to put my finger on, but I'm almost like... I feel like I feel like I want to give him a hug. I feel like I want yeah, to give okay. him a hug and say, you're okay, Wiz. You're okay. 
Yeah, no, I, it was a lot of fun, and I do hope the uh, junk timers um, enjoyed it. And what I loved is on the Zoom, you know, you got the chat sitting there, and people could ask questions. And one person said, uh, "Ask him when's the last time he had a kick to kick," and the Zoom lit up and said, "That is the fucking worst question." that anyone's ever asked go have a hard look at yourself you're a fucking disgrace and i love that the junk time has turned on each other that made me very happy oh wait a second so what's wrong about having a question about what having a kick to kick well it's just like it's a shit question oh okay oh they came for him (laughs) oh i didn't notice that yeah (laughs) they came for him in the chat it was great and so you in the background people were bringing up the fact that you had a hawthorne memorabilia in the background and you said that you're at limo's place for the that is correct so what were you why were you at why weren't you at your own place like so you're hanging out with Lima, I suppose, and then you go, I'm just off to record a sports night at the Wiz. Like, yeah, that's exactly how it went down. But also everyone just went, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's something Rosie would do. Okay. Yeah, and so, sure. yeah, so we're having a dinner party and I just uh, stepped away for that hour that we were uh, chatting with the Wiz. Hey, have you been uh, wandering around town? Have you been going into restaurants and things like that? What are the limitations of Victoria at the minute? Uh, so you can uh, the pub around the corner from me, the Empress Hotel in North Fitzroy, is still open and available for takeaway food. So I go in there, grab a couple of beers, and grab some food and bring it home. So it's kind of a lot of places still doing takeaway. Oh, so you can't actually go into a, a restaurant yet and sit down. Nah. Oh, no, okay, gotcha. Because up here in Sydney. Oh, all right, all right. Fucking north of the border, Mister Fucking Rod Carter Studios. Go sit in a go sit in a restaurant, can you? Oh, well, that's the thing they actually do up here. You can have ten people in. You got to be reasonably spaced out. But I'm also yep. of the opinion like there's no fucking way I want to fucking walk into a cafe <laughs> or restaurant. There's no fucking way. And I walk past a place on Thursday night, Friday night, Friday night. I think it was. Walk past. I'm like, hmm, that seems a bit crowded. And I counted. There were sixteen people in there, and I oh, very nearly called the fucking cops to dob on them. I was like, oh my god, I've become that guy. You should have called them. I looked up. I looked up the kind of regulations, and I was like, and I, yeah. I and then I thought, okay, I won't call the cops on them. I'm gonna walk. Th- I'm gonna walk in and, and recommend that they kick six people out right now. But I was like, yeah, you fucking idiots. But also, no, no desire whatsoever to go anywhere near a restaurant or a cafe to sit down. What about in Darwin? They had the pu- the pubs were open and people were in there, and I noticed they showed like you know the first shots of people having their first beer and stuff, and you know, and then you just know that in Darwin they could only show the opening three or four minutes because after that, like, someone would have been glass, you know. <laughs> there was actually a photo of a dude doing a shoey, and you're like, mate, just because you're allowed out, don't fucking drink from your own shoe, you, you fucking grub. But all this idea as well, though, that you can't do a shoey in your own home. Like, this whole thing of, like, <laughs> I, I don't get the whole thing of, like, oh, I just want to go have a beer at the pub. It's like, okay, what about you have a beer at home? It's cheaper can, and more convenient. Can you do a shoey... By yourself is that is that like the saddest thing that anyone like if you're sitting at home watching um, uh, Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm. and you go he's fucking broken out and you just pour a beer into your shoe and just drink it by yourself has anyone has anyone ever done a shoey alone in isolation I put it to you yeah. or just in general in life yeah sure I mean I regular I have I have one shoe that I use only for <laughs> shoeys and, okay. I, and I keep it. I keep it for like when uh, when I'm watching Hawthorne wins and they get around and do the song. That's yeah, when right. I, that's yeah, when I, I do a shoey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a uh, <laughs> it's a very small shoe. It's a child's shoe. <laughs> I won't ask how you got it. Now, footy's back. We've buried the lead. Yeah, returning June 11. So what have we got? About three weeks left before we uh, nearly a month yeah. before we uh, kick off again. So Gil came out during the week um, and he attacked the fake news media. Um, he <laughs> said that we should all inject uh, um, disinfectant, uh, yep. and then he announced they're going to do July, June 11, and they're going to 
uh, put the fixture out, I think, in four-week blocks. Yeah, right. Okay. So I think what happened there was the AFL had a fixture and then the Adelaide Crows uh, shenanigans threw a spanner in the works. And so they went, oh, fuck, we can't fly into South Australia and people can't fly in and out as easily. So they've had to do what you said there and re-look at things. And hopefully by the time they've played out their four weeks, they know whether people can go in and out of South Australia and WA. Yeah, sure. So am I right now that the Goldie and Brisbane and the two South Australian clubs and the two WA clubs, and then they're going to go to Goldie? Yes. So they will play, I imagine... The round robin that those teams will do. Yeah, sure. The six teams. Yeah, I'm not sure whether uh, the Sydney teams or whether they just fly in. They're FIFO. I think you might fly be right. in. I think they're flying fly in, flying out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we and so yeah, they're, and they're they're uh, it's probably different different rules of different parts of the country, but they're eventually yeah. going to get to full contact training. In a couple of weeks' time, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're just looking at those kind of restrictions being eased. But I tell you what, what a boon for the Gold Coast. If you are up on the Goldie right now, it is footballs in real life just fucking everywhere. Like, you go to the 4D cinema, fucking bang, there's Nick Nat. You, know? <laughs> you, gotta you go to Hogsbreath, fucking, is that, is, that, uh, is, that, is that Elliot Yo? Fuck. You know, just you're just going to be spotting them left, right and centre. It's going to be great. Fucking a lazy Thursday afternoon, you wander into King Tut's putt-putt, all of a sudden, you got the whole <laughs> of the Brisbane squad there. If anything, though, it's actually a bit of a boon for the Gold Coast by the fact if you're going to get people interested in football, like at least having six teams in the one spot at the same time. Now, they're not going to be yeah. games you can attend and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, it, it will create a, a bit of buzz. It's a unique situation at the very least for the Goldie. Well, absolutely, and it will be good for, um, you know, the Gold Coast um, economy because you have six teams up there. You've got um, probably more interest. Can you, go to, can you go to pubs in Queensland yet? Uh, I reckon I'm going to say question without notice, but I'm going to say yeah by the fact that I don't think their cases have been as bad as other parts of the country. Yeah, right. So if you've got like four games at Metricom or the Gabba, like it's just going to be fun to be around. I figure so. Yeah, like a little carnival, you know. Yeah. Um, but if Adelaide hadn't fucked it for everyone, the fucking low dogs, low dogs. Mate, ben Hart, six week suspension. Do you reckon he's doing it tough? He's just at home going, mate. I feel so. I feel so bad. I am. On full pay for six <laughs> weeks, and I don't have to do fucking anything. Yeah. I I'm devastated. I I might just go to that golf course on the Barossa, and all I'm going to do, Michael, is just hit balls in anger. I am so filthy with myself. They, uh, I think, I think at the end of the day, the general idea would be that they made him a bit of a scapegoat. Don't you think? I uh, made him a scapegoat. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I think they're also hands tied by the fact that they. Uh, if they gave all of the players, you know, like a five-week suspension or a ten-week suspension, as was initially yeah. noted, um, that if other teams did it, then they'd have to give them the same punishment. And they talk about other teams are investigated for doing this kind of stuff. So I've got yeah. a feeling that I've got a feeling that most clubs have offended in some way. It's just that Adelaide got caught. Yeah, there seems to be the, that sentiment coming out of Adelaide was like, hey, we weren't the fucking Lone Rangers on this, but we got busted. Yeah. And I think those I, low like, dog golfers. It, it might be a bit different by the fact Ben Hart was there and like he's actually a coach. Um, I reckon there'd be a lot of clubs that were training, you know, three, four, five people um, yeah. uh, just without a coach and doing it on their own and just didn't get caught. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to name names right now. <laughs> Good on you, mate. So, yeah, so they did kind of, kind of cock it up a little bit, didn't they? Because the South Australian dudes, the medical officers and the like, we were kind of, okay, well, go fuck yourself. If you're not going to do yep. it properly, we're going to, you know, keep the lockdown going longer. Yeah, so they've ruined it for everyone. So remember that, people. When you are watching, uh, say you're a Freo or a West Coast fan, 
your hatred of Adelaide should be tenfold now. It's actually a really good point, actually. We could get behind them. In fact, there was a topic on the Hot Breakfast, Eddie Maguire's Breakfast Radio Show on Triple M this week in Melbourne. They actually did a whole segment of what do you hate about South Australia? (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah. It went for like 10, 15 minutes. They're like, come in, call in. Because the Duke, big mm, the Duke. Oh, he's from there. He's from there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was kind of playing on, like making fun of him, going, oh, you say dance and chants and stuff like that. But they did a a whole call in of like, what do you hate about South Australia? And people calling up and, you know, saying, oh, you know, if they reckon so good, why are they always bragging about farmers? Dairy or whatever it's called. What's it called? Farmer, Farmers Union. Farmers mate. Union. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It, it was quite remarkable. I was like, "Fuck! Well, you're you're really saying fuck you to South Australia like a <laughs> lot today." Yeah. So grand final, man. There's a possibility. Gil was talking in that press conference because the mm. World Cup uh, 2020, which is still a bit iffy, 50-50, probably yeah, 75-25 at this stage of going Either ahead. Uh, right. That they say that. Uh, the MCG will be busy. The MCG will be busy, and so they might do the grand final at Marvel. But I guess it doesn't matter if you have no fans. Like, it, you played at, you know, Optus Oval or Princess Park or Timbuktu. Glen Ferry. Timbuktu, if you like, mate. That's actually, have a good ground there? That's the actually, TCG? That's actually not a bad idea, though, actually. A place maybe like Glen Ferry or something like that. By the fact, or even Waverley, I'm just thinking Arden Street. I'm trying to think of a ground that has an open, open walls. If that oh, makes so sense. you can so you can go and have a look at it. Yeah, so you go to Glenfrey and it'd be a it's a sardine tin, but you could watch it from the street and keep a social distance. You could go to Waverley and stand around the boundary. Oh, you, you sell c- tickets, right? People can drive past at say two kilometres an hour. Yeah, right. Yeah. So for that for that thirty five seconds, you get to see the grand final. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you could do and it just a procession of cars. You could do it Arden Street. We can do it Whitnoval. I reckon probably mm. Alberton. You could probably do it as well. Yep. So, yeah, so maybe a kind of grand fi- a socially distanced grand final. I love where it. Where people stand around the boundary about 10, 15 yeah. metres apart and you can call Razor Ray a cunt. <laughs> it's not bad. Or, you know, for the, um, say, Melbourne make it, you hire a chopper and you can fly over the ground for, you know, five minutes at a time and you get to see. Well, I mean, Melbourne aren't going to make the grand final, sorry. <laughs> but you get to fly over the grand final, you get to watch it for five minutes, and they pick up some more fans and take you over. There are other ways to watch the granny. That actually is an interesting point, though. Like, if you did play the grand final, say at Marvel, mm. say they had the roof open, okay? Ralph is never open anymore, mate, for football. Oh, okay. Okay, well, they're not at Marvel then. Okay, the MCG, okay. What is, okay. What is to stop you from flying a helicopter over the top of it if you kind of buy the, buy the space? Like they're hardly going to do a flyover from um, Virgin uh, before yeah. the uh, for the pre-match entertainment, you know. Yep. What about the like if you get the old uh, the blimp? You get yourself a zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. Fly over the top. You park it over the G. You just sit there. What's to say you can't do that? Or you fly a drone over because that's not in uh, airspace. So you just if you live in around Jollymont or East Melbourne, yep. you fly it from there. I mean, you could just watch it on telly as well. Or a hot, hot air balloon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ah, hot air balloon, fantastic. Who doesn't love the idea of standing in wicker? Also, I want to put the call out. We haven't had a streaker at a grand final for a fair while. So mm. if we can put the call out for a streaker at this year's grand final, whenever it may yeah. be and wherever it may be, just by the fact that if, okay, we, we, you know, we pat you on the back if you can take your clothes off and run onto the ground. Like, yeah. while well, you've been sitting in the crowd. But that means he bought a ticket, all that kind of stuff. You know, you've paid your dues. Yeah, yeah. I want to give a pat on the back to anyone who can break into the MCG or whatever well, grand it is. 
if the grand final is happening, right, is the G locked? Are all the gates locked or would they have one open for officials to come through? Because not everyone goes through the, uh, the car park. I reckon they would have a gate or two open, but I think most would be pushed towards the car park. But yeah, I reckon yeah. most would be locked. So I reckon there would be a player and official's door that they could go through, like a predetermined door that maybe we don't know about. Oh, that's a shame. I thought you could just, you know, bolt in from the car park in the nud, just fucking tear right through. Well, that's the thing. So I'm going to put a call out. Okay, we'll get a GoFundMe for the, to pay for the fine. But if we yeah, if we raise hefty. if we raise enough of the fine, so it'd be two of us, we will make the commitment that we will streak at this year's AFL Grand Final, no matter where well, it's held. What's the fine? It's about seven and a half thousand bucks. Seven, eight, it, I reckon, yeah. It's one of those Plus, fines. It's like a weird number. So it's like you know, eight thousand three hundred and twenty-nine. It's like how'd you come yeah. up with that? <laughs> yeah, where'd you where'd you land on that? It goes eight thousand one hundred and forty. That's not enough. But eight three twenty, mate. That'll fucking stop everyone. So there would be that fine. Then there would be like a trespassing fine. Then there would be a social distancing fine. So they're up. They're going to be up. We're going to need at least ten large each. Yeah, sure. And we'll probably, if we're probably, if we're kids, we're going to get tackled by security. Mm. But I suppose security would be quite limited. So we'd be get on the ground a bit longer. But we'll have to kind of lather ourselves in some kind of disinfectant because we don't want to. We don't want to hurt those guys. Oh, so well, what if I was going to say, us, we need to be covered in like some kind of Dettol lube, I suppose. Pino. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have dead old Luke? <laughs> oh, that's how I have my safe sex. <laughs> yeah, and we want to say to all the junk timers out there, in these tough times, mm. social distance times, yeah. don't forget your dead old loop. Okay? <laughs> no, absolutely. Lather it on. Nothing says sexy than the smell of uh, Pino Clean Fresh. A <laughs> uh, couple footballers in real life, Adam? Hit me. Um, before we head off, uh, we'll do footballers in real life, but if you want to rate the pod and tell a friend, uh, and uh, also, oh yeah. Support a, us. A Patreon, yeah, that's yeah. right. So Patreon.com slash pod. We do appreciate everyone who's jumped on. Thank you so much in these in these tough times. They've appreciated every penny. Yeah, for we sure. We love it. For sure. And, you know, if you have any ideas like other sportsmen's uh, guests, virtual sportsman guests that you want want to want to see, chuck them, th- chuck them our way. It could be a thing that we do. You never know. Um, yeah, I, that, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'd, I'd love some uh, feedback if the junk timers out there who are in there. We've had a few emails saying that, you know, it was a bit of fun. But, um, yeah, if there's anyone you'd love us to try and get hold of, I think that could be a, a fun thing that the junk time enterprises have, uh, have brought forward. And I also reckon that if we did correspond with another footballer or coach or, you know, whatever, media personality, I, find, I have a sneaking suspicion that the email correspondence will be a lot easier to decipher. <laughs> And uh, it will answer answer questions that we have. Yeah. But now you speak whiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm fluent. You're yeah, fluent in whiz. Yeah, yeah, everyone says in isolation, what are you going to do? You're going to write King Lee? You're going to learn a language? <laughs> <laughs> I, learnt, I learnt whiz. And unbelievably, and thank you for fucking bringing it up, he didn't do I Love You Like a Brother until yeah. you threw it to him. Yeah, yeah. So we had kind of stunned. two endings, didn't we? So we said goodbye and we gave him a bit of a kappa and then he kind of yeah. hung around a little bit longer. We had a few more questions and then uh, we did the old Love You Like a Brother. <laughs> it was perfect though. His delivery was perfect. I am from Tasmania. Loved it. It was sensational. Uh, from Morgan, while working in the Pilbara, we had to get a crane hire company to come in for a lift on short notice. One of the blokes who showed up for the job looked really familiar, but I just could not put a name to the face. It wasn't until the end of the job when he came in to sign off on the paperwork that I realised it was none other than former Eagle Ashley Sampy. 
Oh, there you go. Uh, mark of the Year winner, I think, in 04. I feel like yes, he won correct. it. Yes, correct. That is yes. right. He beat the uh, Nick Rewalt mark. And Rewalt was still fucking furious about that, too. Oh, why wouldn't you be? Man, he wrote him backwards into a pack. Judging from the post-football skin folds, I could only assume he was doing <laughs> very well. My boss, an Eagles <laughs> fan, kept his cool until Ashley left. He then proceeded to photocopy and cut out the signature of the job card and stuck it to the top of a Google image of his 2004 mark in an attempt to make homemade memorabilia. <laughs> that sounds uh, highly illegal. That's actually kind of fun, though. I, don't, I, f- I feel like that's something I would have maybe done when I was a kid, like cut yeah. out an autograph and put it on something or, or try to trace an autograph and try and put it on something else as well. I feel like that's did you have an autograph book as a kid? I did. Actually, when I moved back up here in September, I found it. Yeah. Oh, I found I – yeah, I think I found the autograph book and I also found a book that had lots of drawings of football um, and that players had autographed as well. Okay. So it was like, That's you know... even sadder. It was like, I was like eight or seven, like, you know. Sad I, little Michael. It is somewhere. But I, I found it and it was like, um, you know, p- picture of a Hawthorne player taking a mark or something. But And there were a few yeah. of them. Uh, you could see the scoreboard in the background. It was fucking solid wins by the Hawks. They, they were kicking away. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> they were kicking away in the last. Uh, from Brendan. So Brendan, I think he's about third out of four weeks, I think, we got one from Brendan. Oh, he's, he's been Neil Danaherring a lot. Yeah, walking along the anniversary trail, minding my own business, when a man and what I would ass- what I assume to be his daughter pass me deep in conversation. As I pass to overtake an old lady on the track, I get a glimpse at the older of the two, and it's none other than Carlton legend and recruiter of the century, Stephen Silvani. The great man, sauce. The anniversary trail is truly a hub for retired greats of the game. Not sure if he was talking up the Blues' chances of a flag this year. That's very funny. I like that a lot. Very funny. Yeah, I like that a lot. Very funny, Adam. Very funny. Mm. The Blues' flag chances. Keep, re- keep reading what he said. Uh, as I was blasting uh, Meshuga. Oh, yeah. In my metal headphones. Band. Reckon they're up Rosie's alley. Yeah, Meshuga, metal band. Yeah. They are a metal band. I'm not into them, but I am aware of them. Yeah, wow. Sauce. So... I don't. Sus doesn't have a daughter. Does he got three kids, three boys? Yeah, I don't think there's a girl there. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, the mystery deepens then. Who was um, Mm. who was Sus getting fit fit with? Interesting. We'll find out. Hopefully, Joe doesn't listen to this because it might be the first she's heard of it. Well, maybe it was Joe. I mean, Joe still, you know, looks twenty-five. So you know, is she still? Plugging stuff for Chemist Warehouse or doing those kind of, uh, you know, get this product into you, get the Pino Clean um, uh, lube the, into that you. That lube. That's a good question, yeah. actually. I, th- I feel like the kind of, I feel like the Chemist Warehouse role, whether you either walk into the shop and see the promos or the ads on TV, I feel it's a fairly high rotation on that job. Like, I really? Feel like, I they feel burn like, through them. I there's a lot like, of burnout, is there? I do feel like there's a chopping and changing a lot. Like there's always a new face of Chemist Warehouse. And do you they reckon people are just going home going, mate, I can't sell any more Blackmore's vitamins. I just, I'm burnt out. Well, also you probably, uh, you probably get so huge so quickly too. So you get priced yeah. out. But I yeah, also, Chemist Warehouse also do a lot of the kind of branded product kind of stuff. So they go like, you know, Here's, yep. here's a TV show that just happens to mention vitamins every three seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's the way they do it. Yeah, we're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time Apple Pod at Gmail, on Twitter, on Facebook, and the gram. Go. Go Blues.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.